We're gonna be alright on a long, long road Where we'll end up, I can't say I don't know The light will shine bright and we'll know Good which morning, way people. to go Welcome Monday mornings at the Linden Lounge The Linden Lounge being, well, it's my house Long story short, I've cooked so many meals for people over the years I've had parties at my house so much that it's become a check-in point. Someone created a check-in point years ago. I don't even know who, but they called it the Linden Lounge. Now you can find it on Google Maps. You can just find it on social media as a uh, Cajun restaurant and pub. I don't know. Anyway, it's my house, the Linden Lounge. I love Monday mornings. I don't know why. I just wake up Monday crazy excited about life, about things. My brain is flying 100 miles an hour, and I just want to start talking. And I've been married long enough that my wife is kind of tired of that. So she kicks me out of bed at 4, 4.30 in the morning. And then I go talk to myself. So you know what I decided to do? I decided to talk to you. So let's have a little Monday morning at the Linden Lounge. And let's talk. I'm going to go grab a cup of coffee. I'll be right back. Okay, so it's Monday morning. My wife is out of town all weekend. She had a volleyball tournament. She coaches volleyball, young ladies, uh, mentoring them, coaching them up, and they're out of town three-day weekend. And I can barely get out of bed. I can barely move. My right hand feels like a velociraptor claw. I can't even open my fingers up in my right hand. My back hurts, my knees hurt, every joint in my body hurts. You know why? Because she was gone for three days. She's still out of town. She hasn't come back yet. She won't get back till tonight. I could have done some cool things. I thought about going to a strip club. I had the whole weekend free. I thought about having a poker party in my house. But instead, I had the crazy, stupid idea that I was going to redo the entire master bathroom. She doesn't like it. She doesn't like the way it's painted. She doesn't like anything about it. And I thought, man, I'm going to surprise her. Rip out the toilet, rip out the sink, the faucets, the light fixture, the vanity. I was going to scrape all of the popcorn ceiling off, redo the ceiling, and I was going to repaint the entire bathroom. It's not a very big bathroom now. How hard can it be? Well, to be quite honest, it was really, really hard. Which leads me to the following thought. One of my best friends is Mormon, and she's always saying this all the time. She's like, hey, Lyndon, right person, right place, right time. I obviously was not the right person to do this stupid bathroom because it looks like doo-doo right now. And when my wife gets home tonight, she's going to freak out. And I'm not saying in a good way. It's not like, boom, let's have sex right now in the bathroom. No, it's going to be ugly because I obviously was not the right person to do this job. More on this in a minute. I need more coffee. Okay, better. Coffee is good. So, started thinking about this saying. I guess it's an old Mormon saying. Right person for the right place at the right time. And I'm thinking about, man, I've had times in my life. Haven't you? Haven't you had that time where you were the right person at the right place at the right time? I have been able to get people from 300 in a crowd to 30,000 people amped up, man. Playing music with my words, getting them excited, hype, man cranked up. Man, I cannot paint a wall. I cannot put a freaking faucet on a sink. I was definitely not the right person for this job. And well, frankly, I'm going to pay the price tonight. But I have been the right person at the right place at the right time at other things. Then it got me thinking. 
about all the people in my life who were that right person. They were there at that right time and that right place for me. Because I have a lot of friends who are contractors and I have a lot of friends who are handy men. They just are really good at everything and handy women for that matter. Boy, I wish they would have come over and helped me because they would have been the right person at the right place at the right time. And I just started thinking back in my life, all those little PowerPoints in your life. If I took my life like a history book where you have that timeline where on the left side you have a little dot that says birth. And then you take the line and draw it all the way to the right side of the page and you put a little dot and that's the present time. I look at my life and I had people that came into my life, good and bad. And I had events that happened in my life, good and bad, that created this guy, who I am today, the right person at the right place at the right time or the wrong person at the wrong place at the right time that guided and directed me. And I was in fifth grade. I thought I was hot, man. Do you remember fifth grade? Well, some of you are too young to remember uh, big fat combs, but I'm old enough. It was disco time. We had those big fat combs you had in your back pocket. Mine was like psychedelic. Mine was like tie-dye orange with some green and some blue all wavy on it. Probably got it for Santa, from Santa Claus in a stocking. And man, had that in my back pocket. I was cool. And I rode the bus to school. And I had a guy on our bus. He was one of our neighbors. He was giant. He was a huge football player. He was actually in high school, but his sister would babysit me and we'd go over to their house. Our parents were friends and I knew him and we were friends and he liked me and he was cool, but man, he was big and scary. One afternoon, riding the bus, my two buddies didn't believe me that this guy was so awesome. And this guy and I were tight friends. And I don't know what gets through my brain, stupid things, obviously, but I told my buddies, I could do whatever, man. This guy's cool. He's going to be cool with me. And they go, I bet you couldn't punch him. I go, I can do one better. I can take my giant comb out of my back pocket and I can rack him right in the balls and he won't beat me up. He won't because we're cool buddies. And they're like, shut up. Nuh-uh. So my feeble little brain, you guessed it. I took my big comb out. I waited until I was at my bus stop to get off at my house, but I took my comb out, boom, just racked him and then got off the bus. Um, thank God for his sister because he was ready to come off the bus and kill me. I, I was going to be dead that day. He was going to kill me. It was one of the stupidest things I've ever done in my life, but guess what? He just happened to be the right person at the right place at the right time for the stupid little fifth grader. Um, I was shaking all over. I couldn't believe I did it. Have you ever done something you were dared to do and then as soon as you did it, you regretted it? Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Uh, bus went on, rolled on. Bus driver didn't see it. I didn't get in trouble. That night, I got a phone call though. And it was from the high school kid. And he uh, called my house and my mom answered and he wouldn't talk to her. He asked to speak with me. And so I got on the phone and I was shaking all over. And he just calmly gave me a talk about how that was wrong, about how I could have hurt him for life, how he wanted to absolutely kill me, but he chose not to. And his older sister, who was my babysitter, kept him from that as well. And he just wanted to tell me he was ashamed of me he was very, very disappointed in my behavior that we were friends and I took his protection for granted and that men don't do that to each other. Men lift each other up, men have each other's backs. 
And he was just calling because he said, I owe him an apology. And he wants to hear it from me. And he wants to hear the sincerity. And that'll be the end. That will be the end. There will be nothing else said about it. That was 40 years ago. And I still remember that phone call. Right person. Right place. Right time. He was 16 years old. But as far as I was concerned, he was 35 years old. He was a grown man with grown man wisdom. And I was humiliated and I was ashamed of myself. And it stuck with me for 40 years. I pass it forward. I pay it forward. I pass it on. And I think about how stupid was I? We laugh about it now, but man, it wasn't funny. It was dumb. But I just happened to be blessed with an incredible person that taught me a powerful, powerful lesson. The power of stories. Power of stories, people. Somebody is always watching you. You know. Young person, old person. doesn't matter if you make a lot of money or you don't make any money at all. There's somebody always watching you. So who are you the right person for at the right place at the right time? Figure that out. Go make a difference. I know I'm going to continue to make a difference. And I know I'm going to forever be grateful for this guy and his phone call to me. Because it just changed the whole course of my world. That's it. I'm going to try to redo this bathroom now. Uh, I don't know that I can do much more until she gets home. But it's the master bathroom. Maybe she won't know this for at least two or three days. Wish me luck, people. I will see you next Monday. You can follow me at RichiePoo1985 on Twitter, Linden.Rich on Instagram, Rich Linden, or just go to my website, thelindenevents.com. Until next time, have a great week. Have a blessed week. Get out of here. Yeah, we'll be all right. Do, 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 do.